If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello once again. Thanks for listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And Noel, I want to talk about today's episode a little bit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No story to lead into this. All right. Because we have a guest today. We do. And uh, our topic today, uh, I want to preamble this a little bit with, uh, you know, we're not ones to jump on the bus. We don't do anything on this show (laughs) without... Extraordinary amounts of preparation, research, research, fact checking. Yeah, as, as we brought up earlier today, spreadsheets, figuring out what our bottom line is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so we are finally, and what will be, I've been informed, seven months and ten days after the fact, doing uh, essentially what would be a get rich quick tribute to the late great David Bowie. Yep. And to help us with this, since I am, uh, you know, I am a a a, a very superficial Bowie listener. I, I several of his songs are in my top ten of all time songs, but they are all the songs that everyone would know and listen to. Yeah, like deep cuts. No, never. When I was younger, couldn't get into them. But our guest today is super fan, uh, super talent. Oh. oh. Raquel Sion. Yes, thank you for coming out. Hello, thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. I, of course, right now want to know what those songs are. Um, well, Heroes <laughs> Heroes is by far probably in my top three songs of all time. Beautiful. With, without a doubt. That song is like everything. Yeah, but just the Moulin want. Rouge version though, right? <gasps> did they do one and did they cover that in Moulin Rouge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they no, did. I, 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 I want uh, the uh, the the personally. I think the best version is the cover by uh, Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan. Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. okay. The original. Like, it, where's it the is, door? It's an ex- um. it's an extraordinary song. It's yeah. like it's it's like it's anthemic, but it's personal at the same time. Like the way you you know, it's not just like and you feel it. It wells up in you deeply. It's an incredible song. So that um, Gene Genie, just because I'm a New Yorker. Nice. Right, which you do in your show. We'll talk about that in, yes. in a little bit. And I do do a little bit of <clears throat> you heroes. Do, you touch on heroes. I also there's stuff I want to talk to you about your song selection for your for your show. Oh. But um, uh, so what I say, Gene Genie, um, uh, heroes, and uh, uh, oh God, what's the third one? I, I suddenly, uh, it's also sort of anthemic in its own right. Major Tom. Uh, no, it's Space not Oddity. Major Tom. Uh, which is called space oddity yeah it's not it's not space <laughs> oddity right okay even he's even more uh superficial uh uh fan than i am it's sure rebel rebel um no i suddenly <laughs> oh my god give me a little piece of it i can't like uh, this uh, happens to me all the time on this show under pressure uh, oh 
<laughs> dancing in the street. Yeah, it's amazing. Little drummer boy. I, you gotta, Aww. you gotta say that that Sweet. whole sort of period in the '80s there was a little rough for David. I don't want to. He, he he said that. Yeah. Often. Oh, did he really? Okay. Yeah. Um. So, but 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 I can't remember it. But those are those are two of the three in okay. my top ten. We'll with, get to the third with one. heroes yeah. being solidly in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. The, the um, one he can't remember, maybe not quite as solid. <laughs> it's like number nine and a half, maybe <laughs> ten somewhere in there. Um, but, uh, Raquel is here because she's a super fan and, yeah. and, and one of the ways you'll know she's a super fan is you're going to go and see her show that is happening in, uh, Provincetown yes. in September, September 14th at the Crown and Anchor um, and it's part of the Afterglow Festival. Okay. And it is entitled Raquel. Me and Mr. Jones, my intimate relationship with David Bowie. Yeah. yeah. So so just by the fact that she is doing an entire show, <laughs> a 90-minute show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is entirely about her life and the effect that David Bowie's music and the way it ties in with her life. Yeah. Uh, you can't say anything other than this is the yeah. perfect Yeah, and you know it's a real deal because she's today. using the real name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. She knows that his name is actually Dave David Jones. Davy Jones. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Never changed it. Really? No. Well, I mean, his stage name is Bowie. Okay. He never, never legally changed legally it. Legally changed his name. You know, I don't go by my legal name. Oh, God. I swear. What's your legal name? Uh, I have a different last name. Oh, okay. And, and you're I not going to tell us that, are you? Are you a spy? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. I'll He's tell a you. Canadian my, spy. My last name is actually by birth Marquis. Really? And just yeah. And uh when I was like seven or so The French spelling. Uh, yeah. I just started going by my mom's name. Okay. And yeah. M A R Q U I S. Yeah, that's yes. correct. And so you've never officially so all your checks and everything are Noel Marquis? Nope. All my American ID uh-huh. all says Deneen because they allow you to have legal alias here. But all my Canadian stuff says Interesting. Marquis. Interesting. So you're not an illegal alias. You're illegal. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you just got the whole sense of the I show right it. there. Yes, yeah, stupid That's is fantastic. exactly the perfect so, descriptor. Canadian, French Canadian. Uh, no. No. Uh, no. No. That, this no. Is, no. I, I have to tell you, this is like the most Noel has discussed about his family the entire in in over a year of shows. So we've gotten a lot out of him. Here. I think we should use this time to break. Noel open. I, I think that could be a disaster on a lot yeah. of yeah. Yeah. I, have a and then I have just a feeling send him into the heat. That'll be Humpty Dumpty. You break Noel open, he's uh, never getting put back together that's again. Right. It's and just that is scotch tape that as is it is. Tightly wrapped up there. <laughs> no, we are not here to talk about Noel Deneen. We are here to talk about Raquel Sion and her relationship mm. with Mr. Jones and yes. David Boyer. So Raquel, the yes. fact that you've done this this show entirely about you, your life, yeah. and how it intertwines with the music and majesty, could I mm. say? You that definitely is, can that say. That is David Bowie. What was the, the genesis of this show? Um, I have been doing these um, plays disguised as cabarets for a while, and the last one I did was about loneliness. It was called Gilding the Lonely. And... And I really liked looking at an emotion from different aspects. Um, And I was like, what's another emotion I can do? What's something I would like in my life? 
love. What do I love? Bowie. <laughs> Who do I love the most? Bowie. Um, and friends had been for years when I started doing these shows going, when are you doing a Bowie show? When are you mm -hmm. doing a Bowie show? And it's, it, the reason the word intimate is in there, and I think that's one thing he, it's still hard for me to use the past tense, right. um, because I think it's still active, um, that he does or did is he hits on this very personal place within his fans, those people that connect with him. And um, it's everyone in the world that I've met, everyone that's going to listen to this will be like, oh, that's Raquel, she's a Bowie fan. But the depth of it, and also at times the there's a bit of crazy <laughs> <laughs> about it yeah. um, was actually really scary for me to show. Right. I um, can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> that it is like, wow, this is very, it's very yeah, personal. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. It's very personal. And um, yeah, so and it was interesting and i felt the way i could get at it was through my story because you you know you can pick up a biography some better than others you can watch you know you can watch 5 years you can watch you know a gajillion things on youtube you can watch the interviews it's like if you want to go fact checking you can do it um i did a lot of writing where i really geeked out and mm -hmm. then had to pull it back because it's like, well, this is not yeah. just a lecture about what happened in 1973. Yeah, right. Did you find when you were doing, when you were writing the show, that it, uh, uh, was it more of sort of like galvanizing your love for David Bowie, or was it a, a deeper discovery of your love for David Bowie? Or was it purging you of your love? <laughs> Th that's, that's really interesting, because I was afraid that was going to happen. Yeah, sure. Turn it sometimes, work. Yeah, sometimes... You do that thing, you do a show, you do you write something and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm done." Uh-huh. I'm done. And I was really worried that I'd be done. Like then what is there? <laughs> There's um but no, it deepens. It deepens. Right. Yeah. And um, w w when did you first create the show? It was not very Um the first reading we had of it was in February of 2015. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so you've adjusted the show because I actually saw yeah. the show and it was a relatively recent uh, uh, yeah. and you've actually added in the additional part with his passing. Right? Yeah. So, well, so, you have to. Yeah. You can't do a, a story about someone's life intertwined with yours if they... Although I thought of not. Uh-huh. I... And we never actually say in the show that no. he's dead. Right. Or that he died. Well, he lives forever. I never. <laughs> <laughs> At what point, so how old were you when you were introduced to him? Um, on a, a deep level, I think it was, I was 12. Really? I was 12. But there were, there were little inklings. There were little, like I remember I was in this, like summer arts program going from sixth grade into seventh grade and we were doing collages and mm -hmm. I 
I did a whole like I guess I had a Rolling Stone. I don't know what I had, but I did a whole like Bowie collage that I and I didn't even know him right, very yeah. well yet. So and I remember seeing him on like on Dinah Shore. I remember uh-huh. seeing him on the Cher show. I was obsessed right. with Cher. Um, <laughs> I you know I I see bits, but I did not come from a hip rock and roll right. household. It was all classical music all the time. And uh-huh. I, I have issues with classical <laughs> music, but um, <laughs> maybe I have issues with sitting still, which like uh-huh. my family, now I can sit still. As a child, that was challenging. Yeah, that energy. A lot of it. Had you been, so so when you, you did this collage and it was all pictures of him? Yeah. And was it all pictures? I can see it. I, I remember right. it very, very Was clearly. it all pictures? Was it pictures of him through his various personas? No, it was, it was, this, was, this was 80. Oh, no, 81. So it was all the yeah. sort of let's dance. No, no, no. no. Oh, that, was pre- that was pre-let. That was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Sorry. Scary Monsters. Right, okay. Um. Yeah. So you were attracted to that. I mean, not, yeah. and I don't mean like, oh, but like that just drew you. Yeah. That drew you in. And was that, was that your first exposure to that sort of uh, kind of look or style or anything along those lines? Um. Well, I think, you know, MTV came out when? Right. 80? Well, 79, yeah. 80? It was like it's, 80, 81. Right? It's, it, it just had its 35th anniversary. And I remember I would tape, you know, I would tape songs mm-hmm. off the TV. <laughs> um, with a videotape or would you just hold with, the you tape know, like recorder a, up like to it? Like a boombox. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was very, I, I was very into pop music. I was mm-hmm. very into pop culture. And, um, and again, <clears throat> No one in my house was. This was my own little trip. Right. Um, and it was a trip. Uh, so I do, I remember kind of waiting for his videos to right. show up. And they would play, I mean, they'd play fashion and ashes mm-hmm. to ashes on a loop. Right. Pretty much. Um, but every once in a while, you'd get wild as the wind. You'd get look back in anger. You'd get these things. Um, but my sister... When she went to college, she's four years older than me, and I was visiting her, and I think it was her first two weeks there, and she was like, you have to listen to this, and she sat me down and played me Hunky Dory, and I lost my fucking mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, you know, it was like, this is it. This. And that was it. And that, that, and that was it. And then you went head first. Yeah. Like, you bought every Deep. album. High dive, yeah. Right. You were very proud of the fact that you were into the songs that no one else knew about? Well, I was into him, and right. no one in my town was. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, they well, they made fun of me constantly, but then right. they, would make fun of, <laughs> they would make fun of him. See, I find that you interesting, because I feel like... And then Let's Dance came out, and people right. were like, oh, I got a love yeah. Bowie, and I was like, oh, what do you love? Do you love... Yeah. And they'd be <laughs> like, I love Let's Dance. I like uh-huh. Let's Dance, and I was like, oh. China Girl. Yeah, right. that's China Girl's how great. this is uh-huh. going to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I get it. I understand that there was a weird period there in that period right before Let's Dance where it seemed like uh, for the layperson he had seemed to have disappeared. E- even right. though even like everyone knew the stuff from the glam from Ziggy, right? They did and they didn't. He wasn't. 
Let's Dance made him into a stadium performer. Okay, He wasn't right. that before. <laughs> Maybe in America, especially. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's because I grew up in New York. Or maybe. I, I don't know. But right. it was no. like. Oh, New York loves its David. I mean, and it he was. He loved New York. Like I said, I didn't know any, you know, uh, most of the songs in your show are not. Uh, uh, you touch on heroes just a tiny bit. You do Gene Genie, but everything As an else. Right. Everything else is uh, uh, not no. something that, that <laughs> if you don't know David Bowie's right. canon, you would not know these songs. And and so I guess if the question around that is is was that intentional or was it just more like were you intentionally avoiding the songs that everyone would know or was it that these songs were very specific to the story that you're telling in relation to them? It's the second, right? And they're very specific to my life. They're very specific to what moves me. What. I feel like every Bowie song for me has an emotional resonance, mm-hmm. uh, different resonance. Right. So if I'm feeling happy, I want to listen to this. If I'm, you know, if it's a beautiful, that beautiful first summer day, mm-hmm. I want to put on Young Americans. If it's, That's you know, the song. It's that's, like, that's song number three. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're that's welcome. song number three. You're welcome. <clears throat> Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing song. Is amazing. Well. That's three of my yeah. top ten. A little sure. cocaine rap that he had. Going he can't on. name any of the other <laughs> of the top ten though. <laughs> the bands. Um, uh, probably yeah. not. So it's it's what supports <clears throat> the story. Mm-hmm. My costume designer, who's yeah, you got some costumes in that thing. Genius. He's a genius. The first gown you wear. The first gown you're in is is everything. Yeah. What about the feathered coat? The muff. I look like a crazy muppet yeah um that's all david quinn but the for after the first reading i was hanging out uh with with him and he was says so um really you can't do one song anyone knows <laughs> <laughs> it was like no red shoes no china girl yeah i was like no yeah <clears throat> You started to you teased you teased we tease we you, do a lot of underscoring yeah. with yeah. the hit with the hits uh-huh. rebel rebels in there. I didn't um, I didn't catch rebel rebel because I also made him do like a different version. Oh, oh wow! Okay. You know, but like it you 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 really pulled. I did the, say crazy. <coughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's real. You you really pulled the rug out with let's dance. Yes, I have to say. Yeah, I was expecting that. I was like, oh, there's one. Nope. And then nope, and I was like, oh, she's Psych. fucking with us. She's totally cracked actor. We have cracked actor in uh-huh. there. Um, we have another one that's rare, but rare. Yeah. Well, it's not rare. It's you know, it's on heroes. So let me ask <laughs> you this. So we did a uh, uh, a show, an episode on fan fiction. Yeah. And, oh. and as part of our fan fiction, we went through. Uh, you know, we did a little research on these. You know, and there are forums and sites for any kind of fan fiction. Are there at this point? Uh, massive Bowie fan sites. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and there always have been. Oh, since really? Since the internet has How did, But prior to the internet, birthed. did you... So what was your... Was it just concert? Was that the way of running into people who were massive Bowie heads? No, I mean, you. Uh, it was the age of records. So, because I'm aged. So <laughs> I would go... Um, you'd go to record stores and you'd go to... Record stores that had imports yeah. and that had bootlegs. And You'd say, hey, I've yeah. seen you around the B section a lot. <laughs> Every time I came to New York, I mean, I'm from originally from Hartford, Connecticut, uh-huh. so oh I'd come God. into New York a lot, and I'm I would sorry. just 
Oh, me too. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's hard. Um, I you know do A Street. I do right. St. Mark's. I do I do I just make the rounds. I'd go on the street and see if there were things. And there were, you know, there were fanzines. There were mm-hmm. there were. I know someone who knows someone. I had I started acquiring Bowie people. You did, and so there became a group of you. Yeah. Yeah, some of whom I've never met, and it's still that way. Now I have all these. I just had someone send me, uh, people send me things, which is lovely. You're more than welcome to send me Bowie things. Sure. Anytime. Care of the podcast, but <laughs> just find me. Um, people have sent me drawings. I'll be in someone the just. Someone just sent me a T-shirt, a Bowie T-shirt. Um, just randomly, person, person I've never met who Facebook Bowie connection. Really? Yeah, and he made it himself. It's a beautiful heathen T-shirt. Nice. A, I find that amazing. It's so lovely. I find stuff like that amazing. I have such little personal connections in the world, let alone <laughs> online. That, Gosh, isn't good with people, guys. That that that, uh, that someone doing that. For yeah. someone just because they connect over this one thing, it's it's. I always find stuff like that amazing. I've always been the kind of person. I've gone through periods where I've sort of geeked out on a particular artist, musician, actor, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's short lived. You know what I mean? It's not something that's ever yes. carried me through my whole life. I had a Tom Waits period there, uh-huh. where too. I was just like fucking. He could do no wrong as far as I was concerned. Yeah. And then suddenly it just stopped. You know, there was yeah. a, there were a couple blues musicians I was into. There were certain actors that I got that. But eventually, I, it's why why I never got a tattoo because I've always felt like there's nothing, no image that I would want that I could feel like twenty years from now I'll look at and still feel connected to that. Okay, right. You know, so so the I, I feel the same way. I mean, it harkens back to the, or are you done? Yeah, right. With it, um, <clears throat> I get sick of everything and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're just hoping that you make it through the show. <laughs> myself myself included. I'm way I'm way in that mix. And I never ever tire of him. Yeah. I never tire of listening to him or finding out things about him or seeing pictures of him. I just never I never tire of it. That's amazing to me. I mean that's great. And I'm not always pleased with <laughs> the fact that you never with, tire of him. Well that or with certain choices. Sure. <laughs> he he has made life or that he has made. So you actually sure. have you have that connection with him where you actually feel so strongly with him that you, you like the choices he's made with the life actions that he has taken in his or past. like yeah or you're some an, of the music in the eighties. Yeah. Okay, okay, you're you talking know. about artistic choices you as it were. Are an unconditional super fan. Yeah, but then I I I, I don't want to yeah. What yeah. you don't want to what? I don't want to just be a fan. I mean, you're it's more than thing. a fan. I know clearly. it's this no. weird thing yeah. of, yeah. You're his yeah. wife. He doesn't know about. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's strictly Iman. Oh God, bless them. Yeah. Such a beautiful couple. <laughs> yeah, there's no so beautiful. Oh, I just They're got so glared at. <laughs> well, you deserved it. She's not. This is not. This is not. I don't. Okay. I don't. Feel I mean, first of all, Iman, like, hi. I don't know anything How about her. She's she's astounding. Okay, she's yeah. astounding. Speaks five languages. Brilliant woman, and kind of pretty. 
it, it's it's what I'm what I appreciate about this is that you're it's not like a sexual thing for you. It's not although like, he's I'm not crazy I'm not beautiful. saying I'm not yeah. saying that's not it, but it's like yeah. You're not one of these people who's like, oh, he would be my husband. You know what I mean? No. It's not like a whole. It's no. like you respect him. You respect everything about it. Like you wouldn't sully that in any way, shape or form. No. You're not a groupie. No. Right. You wouldn't like if Amon were there, you wouldn't go up to him and be like, oh, you can have some of this if you get rid of that. <laughs> How could anyone do that? <laughs> people do I'm stuff sure like people that do all that. the time. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I've seen people do stuff like yeah. that. I have watched like people who are just about fucking the star or the artist. Sure, do have their thing. Have you seen that uh, documentary about the groupies? Which no, no. probably not. Cool. I'll send it to you. <clears throat> okay, what's it called? Throw it out. There. I oh, forgot. You don't remember. Okay, good. No plug for you. But you um, they they talk about him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They do. All right. <laughs> um, have you ever met him? No. No. Never? No. You ever seen him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, not like just on the no, street. No, no, no. I mean. Or, yeah. I saw him on the street once. Did you? Uh, where? Relatively recently. I need recently, to know all the details. Down at the studio downtown that he was recording oh, at. At the Magic Show? Right before he passed. Like right. when he was putting together the last album, I guess. It was before that, you know, before that Black Star came out. Yeah. Um, I was walking downtown and I, he, I saw he flashed by me and I was like, is that? Nice. And I did oh. turn around. I said, I think it was. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's it was. Beautiful. I, I saw a show of his when I was a teenager. I saw the Glass Spider Tour in Toronto. That I was saw a that huge show many show. times. Yeah. That was the show that was supposed to be his last show, wasn't he it? Said was that, it that, he said that a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. I remember that show in particular with that uh, maybe because I was most aware of it, that that was the big thing. His And then yeah. he did Tin Machine right after that, I think. He did. Because yeah. he needed out. What does that mean? Um, no, he. I think Tin Machine was a brilliant, brilliant move. Right. And he's talked about it. I mean, he, no, he didn't like mean, what he was doing in the right. In 80s, the stadiums in, in the, the 80s. In the stadiums. And he felt lost. And he just wanted to be in a band. Yeah. And he became touchable again. Right. As much as he can be touchable. You right. know, he was playing smaller venues. He was trying to be just one of the guys. and. And that was also when he, you know, really got, when he met Amon and fell in love. So I think that it was a very important time in his life okay. where things turned around. Is there a favorite uh, uh, David Bowie persona for you? Is there one that stands out to you as the one that was most effective in your life? It shifts. Uh -huh. It shifts. Depends on your mood? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the other thing of, oh my God, I do, I feel crazy. Um, but <laughs> no, don't feel crazy. <laughs> but I think this is... But I think it's this thing of, you know, the, there are Bowie fans, people do fall into eras, people do have yeah. preferences. I have preferences too, I'm sure. Um, and there are certain things I just don't visit very often, but some people... Like, Let's Dance was a big cutting off point for a lot of people. Uh -huh. Yeah. And people didn't really go beyond it in mm -hmm. certain ways. A lot of Bowie fans and really big, big Bowie fans, you know, huge lovers of, of him. That's understandable. It is understandable. But I 
try and get my hands on everything and every new album that comes out. I even if I'm not a fan right away of it or it's not my favorite thing, I learn it. I feel like I have to learn it, (laughs) all of it, and and sit with it until there's always something that kind of lets me in, and it can be just. It can. It's usually something in his voice. It's usually, it can just be a tone. Sure. The way he says, "Oh, baby, just you shut your mouth." Where? where <laughs> yeah. She says. It's, she says mm. it's way better than the way you said it. I got to tell you. Whereas no, I, I prefer uh-huh. Iggy's China Girl. Okay. I didn't. Eat, I never heard Iggy's China oh, Girl. Oh, you gotta hear Iggy's China Girl. Oh, it's one of my top ten. It's amazing. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> it's seven and a half uh-huh. for him. Yeah, he wouldn't even known about Iggy's China Girl until you just said it. <laughs> don't even. Don't even. Don't. Let's not even play this game, Noel Denine. All right. Let's not even play this game. Um. So, in terms of the show. Yes. What is, is there an ultimate goal for it? Or is it just something you just love doing? Is there an ultimate goal for it? Yeah. What I would like it to do, where I would like it to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would like it to be performed as much as possible. Sure. Um, I would like it to be seen. I would love to take it on the road. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like a run. A, a run would be nice. I yeah. feel like it's it's very specific to me and very Bowie centric. Uh-huh. But and I've noticed this with audiences, you don't have to know Bowie at all to enjoy it. Well, cuz it's about connection, right? Yeah, it's and about why we love what we love. Right. And and it's about why we love what we love but also how what we love gets us through our yes. lives. Yes. Right? And that's a, that's a lot of it seems to me essentially what it is about. You talk about it relates mostly to sort of difficult times in your life, mm-hmm. difficult Which are constant, right? <laughs> difficult people in your life, which are also constant. <laughs> yeah. Whom, whom are also constant? Right. Whom, whom? Yes, whom are also and, constant? And 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 in a weird way, you know. And what I thought was interesting is you sort of related that to periods of Bowie's life. Yes. In one story in particular, but it's yeah. it's one of the themes that runs through. And then the music, obviously lyrically. And and musically taps into the emotion of that moment as mm-hmm. well. So it, it 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 is extraordinarily specific to you. But I can also see how if you even don't particularly like Bowie, obviously right. you wouldn't go and see the show because your thoughts about it right. are going to be like, but I don't like Bowie. But it's not a Bowie show. No, it's not a tribute. <clears throat> no, not at all. I mean, it is. It is, and it, 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 it isn't. Is, right, right. Exactly. It's disguised as a tribute. Right. But it's not a tribute concert though. right it is a right. it is it is a performance unto itself unto itself yeah. yeah um yeah yeah and i think you I should go so. see it everyone should go see it yeah it's a good if show are you be doing it back in new york again i hope so we're looking for a venue all right we're looking for a a place to go all right any of you guys out right there. there yeah if you've got a a, a space that's not like a, a shithole yeah that um, has a back line yeah. <laughs> projector yeah she needs some stuff. She's got a full band. That's the other thing. We we yeah, I mentioned this upstairs. Amazing. So it's you have a a what is it? Three, four, six piece band, including your two backup singers, right? Yeah. 
you piano, bass, guitar, drums, all electric, yes. right? It's it's sort of framed. If anyone's ever gone to see cabaret shows, it's it's a little bit framed in the cabaret style, where it's one person up there singing and telling stories. But it's it's usually in that respect. It's standards. It's uh, uh, show tunes, right? It's all very you know. It's all very. Oh, I'm going to sing a song and tell a story. <laughs> And this right. is substantially more personal, a but also it's rock. I mean, oh, it yeah. is rock. It, yeah, it's rocking, and it's the yet band yet is so kick ass. it's extraordinarily intimate at the same time. It's very it's 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 really good. The band is great. Yeah, and uh, uh, the backup singers are really are good hot. too. Yeah, they are hot. Okay, I wasn't gonna go, but they're hot. Yeah, <laughs> they're hot. They're working an androgyny thing. They are, but that seems Which fitting. Which is good, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It made sense. I sadly am not androgynous. There is, there is, your <laughs> androgyny is it not. It kills your <laughs> me. I w- in, inside. Uh-huh. Maybe. You, I'm vocally sometimes. You are. But I have a stupidly, strangely, abs- a very weirdly low voice for a woman. Weird. It's weird. Husky. Yeah, like baritone, basically. Yeah, okay. I mean, I sing mm. in all his keys, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> I don't. Maybe I willed myself to be that. I don't know. That's the only but, way you um, can get the androgyne. The only physical just, way you yeah, can get vocally, the androgyne. Yeah, you're just your your physical form is just it's too not, feminine. To, yeah, uh, I'm too like to rock short the androgyny. And curvy. Um, it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to interrupt right now, and Good. we're going to get back to you in a <laughs> moment, you. and we're going to pitch you some gold, but before that, we're going to dip into a couple of segments that we have here, the first one of which is, I'm still going to call it our new segment, it is Josh and Noel Sell Out, in which we explore ways that Josh and I mm. can sell out, because that's the name of the game here. Wow. Uh, right now, the, the easiest ways, if you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com to Get Rich Quick with Josh Knoll Show, and you hit sponsor. And you can sponsor us for the rest of the season every month. Uh, How much time is left in the rest of the season? Eh, about no. two months, something like oh, that. Oh, you cut it down. Yeah, cut he it was down. running about four months for the past oh. five months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, half that money will go to us, half to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you don't like us, you want to stick it in our eye, you can go to the Radio Free Brooklyn page and hit their Patreon link and pledge money to Radio Free Brooklyn. Nothing will come to us. You yep. put a note saying, screw those guys. Uh, if you're a major corporation, you can just call us up. You can give us money. You can have us sell your crap online, anything you want. <laughs> Whatever crap Josh, that you yeah. major corporations Josh are making. Josh will ha- put we- a sandwich board on. <laughs> on the radio. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I will do whatever it takes to uh, uh, sell your stuff if you're going to pay us. Yeah. It's or really as simple as that. If you are no... one of our mega fans who has yep. taken our ideas, turned it into gold, 10%. That's the yeah. deal. We do nothing. We give you ideas. You act on them, and you give us 10% of whatever you make. So Josh and I are still waiting for that first check. It's coming any second, though. So much money owed to us. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I swear to God, <laughs> again... For legal reasons, I won't name companies like Apple and Pizza Hut and <laughs> Universal Studios and, you know, the various others that have taken our ideas, made 
gajillions yeah. off of them and have not tied this our 10%. But for those companies I didn't mention, if you do want to sponsor us, just give us a call. Yeah. We'll, you know, yeah, but we, whatever. We like checks. They yeah. make us forget our grievances. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so we also have another segment where every week we get a topic. This week it is David Bowie. And mm. in that topic, we give you myriad ways to get rich. Uh, we also take another little couple seconds out of the show. We have another topic, and we give you other ways to get rich. So if you're listening to the podcast uh, and you don't have much time, you might want to listen to this segment, come back later, listen to the rest of the show, get even more rich. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. And you'll find when you become very successful, the oh. people that you will like best are the people that are less successful than you. Because when you go to a table, you can tell them all these wonderful stories and they'll sit back and listen. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Always be around unsuccessful people because everybody will respect you. Do you understand that? So there is a success tip from you. From uh, That was actually uh, from a talk he gave to uh, students uh -huh. at a New York City college. I won't name the college. In 2012. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, Always surround yourself with less successful people. Well, you know, come November, uh, I might want to give Donald a call and uh, surround <laughs> myself with him so that I look more successful because he will be a washed-up stump of a human by then. Oh, we can only hope. Yes. Yeah, we can yes. only hope. We can only hope. But yeah, he's doling out the good advice all the time. When you, uh, whatever. <laughs> just, we could only vote. You know, I, I, we, I, we could vote. do an entire show on on everything that's wrong. Yeah. With with that, uh, just but anyway. Enti entire season you could fill uh, up yeah, your next. Yeah, probably. But anyway, that was months. Donald. That was Donald. I'll have another clip from Donald next week. Oh, by the way, okay. Uh, you know, the man talks about success a lot. He, he does gives talk about yeah. it. Great advice. Yeah, he gives great, great advice. Yeah, well, he's in the bankruptcy line. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so from now on, it's just rapid fire, pitching new ideas. Uh, Listening audience out there, this is not just for Raquel. These are for you as well. If you want to get them, act on them before Raquel does, take them, steal them. That's right. Shit. But you out there, as we all know, if you get rich off of any of these, you have to give us 10%. Raquel, yep. yes. your uh, fabulous parting gift for being a guest on the show yeah. is you are relieved of any tithing obligations wow. should you get rich. If you get so rich and you got, man, yeah, these I'll ideas, I'll throw you I, they, launched, they launched my career. You can feel free, but it doesn't have to be 10%. It can be 1%, 2%, whatever you feel is appropriate. I'm also going to throw out, because normally we tell our guests this beforehand, but I forgot to mention it to you. Uh, <laughs> while this is an informal pitching to you, yes. yes, and Noel and I don't necessarily have any skin in the game, we have a little skin in the game. Uh -huh. We have personal little battles that go on when we pitch two people directly. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, you know, when we pitch you these ideas, any feedback that you have, positive encouragement or even negative, uh, like not a chance in hell, or whatever it may be, you feel free to comment and expand or expound any way that you see fit. Yeah. You don't have to if you don't want to, but uh, there you go. So, Noel, do you want to start off? or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll start I? off. Okay, uh, go and, ahead. And I'll, I'll try to rifle through these because we, we are up against the clock. All right. Oh. Uh, so, uh, first thing I looked at was, you know, how to get your show mm. to make you rich. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
So first thing that pops in my head, of course, would be get David Bowie in your show. Hmm. A little bit of a problem, as we talked about eight months ago. Uh, so You're going to make me cry. Uh, I, I found a 2014 documentary called Dead Razors, in which it's a team of evangelical Christians who tour the country, bringing back the dead to life. Uh, there was a man named Mark who was a troubled, as in he carved upside-down crosses and 666 on his head, and... Uh, <laughs> He had an OD after hitting on some drugs. Hitting on some drugs. Hitting on some drugs. 06 and, and waitresses. He passed. Meanwhile, same day, there was a man named TJ who was told by God to dress up like Jesus and distribute holy flyers. So he went out and started doing that on the street and he saw an ambulance going by and he chased that ambulance down. Uh, it was responding to Mark's OD. He went over, started speaking tongues, <laughs> brought back Mark. They had a hilarious little mm. cute meet where Mark thinks TJ is, in fact, Jesus, and he's just dressed up like him handing out flyers because Jesus told him to. Um, and now they travel the country with others who have joined in to raise the dead. Uh, so wait, 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 wait a second. So this guy dressed up as Jesus, handing out flyers, yep. brought this other guy back to life yep. from the dead. Dressed as Jesus, yeah. Dressed as Jesus. Then the guy woke up, thought it actually was Jesus. Yep. Completely changed because Jesus brought him back. Did the guy tell him, let him know, oh, you know, I'm not really Jesus? Oh, he did, but okay. then he also told me but Jesus that... sent me, basically. Okay, all right. Okay. But uh, looking more into it, uh, it sounds like maybe it's a bit of a stinker, a fako. Uh, really? For instance, uh, Mark, who OD'd, his, his name that he claims is his real name is Mark DiDio, which is Mark of God. Oh, and there are a lot yeah. of little uh, things like that in there. So I'm like, okay, Any not, that, this is not James. the way to get Dave Bowie in your so show. So did he actually carve up? So he's faking yeah, this. Yeah, none of he, this is right He, he or carved these upside-down crosses in his head. That's and what the he said. Just so, wow. People are, talk about, now They're there's dedicated. people, there's people, there, there's some fans who really should check themselves. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of Jesus fans. Yeah. Okay, so, I, so I figured this is not the way to get Dave Bowie in your show, so I went on no. the, in the other direction, uh -huh. the opposite direction, be. which is necromancy. And oh, no, uh, Da Vinci named it the evil sister of alchemy. It's black mm. magic used to raise the dead. I read up about it, and mm -mm. a lot of it seemed very unproven and possibly would require to eat human flesh <laughs> in order seemed, to get this done. Possibly. very unproven. So I skipped that, too. So oh, I figured, I uh, remember there was a few years back, and someone r robbed a bank in, a, in an incredibly lifelike uh, mask that uh -huh. covered all the way down their shoulders. So I started looking up that, oh. and in that research, I found a man named Mark Wardle, who was a London-based artist who got his hands on original face casts of David yeah. Bowie from the 70s. And yeah. he yeah, made some lifelike masks and was planning on selling them for 120 pounds each. And Bowie started buying them. Bowie bought them all mm -hmm. at a much, much, much higher price. Yeah. And it turns out David Bowie has a team of employees yeah. who scour the planet looking for people making art inspired by Bowie's life. Uh, and then he takes that art, <laughs> buys it, and puts it in a touring ex exhibition. Uh, he may be dead, but his estate is not. No, it's not. So you just got to keep doing this show, that. putting the word out there, and David Boy's estate will buy your show for massive money, put you or sue me. under glass in a museum. No, it sounds like this is their solution. Yeah, no, they're not very litigious. Um, 
they're not the way Prince was. So the way you're you're saying this, it seems like you have, I, I, and it was a question that should have been asked about uh, rights to the songs. Um, not okay, yet. we won't get into that then. But <laughs> have have so you know of this? Have they reached out to you at all? No, they will. But after this, all I can hope is that they saw you know a flyer or they saw yeah. Well, okay. All right. So, Something. but she knows about this already. You're not actually giving yeah. her any I am information. Turning it into concrete. I am. I am taking of the. That's right. The way that she. The way that she. Flesh. The way that she responded to your idea as you were talking about it, and with this knowing smile. Hey! 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 Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. She clearly. This is clearly. This is clearly part of her plan to begin with. There's an ex. A certain hope. Slash expectation that she will be all right. What's your but anyway, idea? that okay. would be amazing. So, so I have yeah. two, but the first one yeah. is going to be sort yeah. of problematic based on 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 this one. So and the necromancer stuff. Throw out a name. No, 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 yeah. no. Dead, dead Bowie up. No, on I got stage. another one after this. Okay, no. but no, no, but okay, okay. But anyway, oh, what? So uh, we're gonna we're going right to my pitch because we already okay. know we've already realized what well your done reaction no. well to Noel. Yeah. Okay. Well done. That's like you know you got a pat on the back and you're getting a trophy because everyone does. Um, Everyone's a winner. So I'm going to say one name to you. Yes. And then I want you to wrap your head around that name. Okay. And then change it with another name. The name I'm going to throw out is Elvis. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I'm going to throw out. They share a birthday, you know. I did not know that. You didn't I, know that? This makes it even better. Okay. Uh, and then the next name I'm going to throw out is Bowie. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing I'm going to write throw out is Elvis Fest. Elvis uh-huh. Fest is a nationwide series of festivals that go on every year and mm-hmm. have been going on forever. Right. Where uh, this company puts on shows that are entire weekends long. There are uh, art exhibits. There are performances. There are uh, plays about Elvis that go on. <gasps> oh, I uh, see plays <clears throat> about Elvis. Yeah, there are... Uh, uh, <laughs> There are uh, uh, meet and greets with the top Elvis impersonators wow. in the country. And there's even a cruise. This goes on. The cruise <laughs> is five days long. The uh, festivals uh, go on in five separate cities around the country, with the biggest one being in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, they sell packages. The weekend package is the only one I could find because it's actually coming up. The two things that I could find that are coming up, so they, they actually had the, the prices. Because it's <clears> the <throat> anniversary of death. His de- oh, it just passed. Well, right? they, they go on in the, it, different dates in different cities, depending. It, right. None of them seem to be necessarily around or on a particular specific oh, okay. date. It's just when they book these hotel sure. ballroom situations. Sure. Uh, but so the Elvis Festival, Elvis Fest that is going on in uh, Ocean City, Maryland, coming up uh, uh, very soon. Packages range from two twenty-eight to three hundred dollars for the weekend. That does not include hotel mm. fare. Uh, depending on the price you get, you sit obviously closer to the stage, right? And you have certain you know uh, extras into it. Uh, the theaters that they're doing them are 600 to 1,000 th- seat theaters. Hmm. So I just want you to think about those numbers there. Yes. Um, and the cruise is 700 to $1,000 per person, depending on what kind of stateroom you want to get. Okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, Elvis has two stages in the Elvis fan's mind. Young Elvis yes. mm-hmm. and Fat Elvis. With the leather... Elvis leather clad Elvis, right sort of between. in between. That's true. That's that's comeback Elvis. Yeah, comeback, comeback Elvis. He was still hot, hot then. Yeah. He was hot with the leather thing mm. and the big collars. Bowie 
has at least, what do I have here? Just that I know of, Thin White Duke, Piero, Ziggy, Aladdin Sane. Uh, you could even throw in Halloween 80s. Jack. Halloween Jack, 80s Pop Bowie. Sure. You know, with the, the, the big shoulder pads and the mm-hmm. undone bow ties. So we're looking at at least six or seven persona right here. There is, Berlin. from the oh, Berlin. from what I have seen, there is one Bowie tribute impersonator out there right now. He's a British guy. Uh-huh. Uh, Robert there are, something. There are a lot, but yeah. I couldn't find any. I really could not find him. But I think this is it. Bowie There's fest. that guy who does, he does Ziggy. <clears throat> that oh. one? No, I don't know. Maybe it's, that's, uh. that's what he is. But this is it. Bowie Fest. Bowie Fest around the country. You are guaranteed... To have, I mean, if this is where Elvis is at now, what, 40 years? No, maybe a little bit less than that. 35, 40 years after his death, right? Bowie, now, give it a year for everything Mm -hmm. to settle a little bit when everyone's ready for it, right? Now, maybe a little too soon. But you got a year to plan this out. Bowie Fest. Bowie Fest, Bowie Fest, Bowie. You can then take this, if to start off, and this is the beauty of it, to get the seed money for this. You can start off with a troop of Bowie impersonators hitting all the various eras of Bowie. You can send them to do bar mitzvahs. You can send them to do uh, (laughs) uh, corporate events. Uh, In the lean time, you can send them out to Times Square. Mm -hmm. And you would just take a cut of that. You can totally Broadway Danny Rose this, uh, eventually leading up to Bowie So it'll be like fake Elmo... Aladdin scene. David. Yeah, David. Oh. Various Davids. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just in okay. the lean times. That's in uh, the lean in times. In the lean times. Or in the beginning to, you know, you sure. have to build up the fine. You know, look, yeah. we understand. And once you got the juice yeah. going. Once cruise. you got the juice going, you, you're uh, you doing cruises. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not, I, I think this okay. is a great idea, yeah. but okay, little, there, little there feedback are, on there that. There are aspects that okay. are maybes. Okay. Cruise. You don't have to do the cruise. Yeah. I'm just saying that is one thing that these guys are doing. That Remember how I said how yeah. I got sick of everyone uh-huh. yeah. and everything. This Being might on do a it. Boat huh? <laughs> with people for how long? You don't have to be on the boat. You don't have to be on the boat. You organize it. You yeah. sit in your office where Elvis Fest is run out of out of someplace in Vermont. Yeah. Wow. Or you helicopter in for your grand finale. And yeah, you can out. do your show and get, get in and out. Fuck you out. You know, you can make it whatever you want. You can make it a three day cruise around the Caribbean. Oh. You can work it out. That's you work that would be worked out with a with a travel agency or with a uh, sure. a cruise ship company. Sure. Um but so you macerate on that. Um, All right. I okay. think you that's a real uh, consideration uh, for you. <laughs> I see you that one th- that one churning in your head. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And we're going to keep okay. it moving cuz we're getting that's tight. That's right. Go no uh, go. So, uh yeah. once again, this is something that I'm sure you know about, but uh-huh. I'm taking the ethereal and putting it into flesh and for those out there our listeners you probably don't know about this. So, uh I, this one I'm just using Bowie himself as an inspiration to make you rich. Uh, Bowie was horrific with money. He struggled financially in the 70s and 80s, and he, he was looking to have to sell off all of his musical rights to get by. He met an investment maker named David Pullman in, in 1997. Will Pullman, you... oh. Pullman talked him out of doing this, and he created something called Bowie, Bowie Bonds, Bonds, in which uh, he offered 10-year bonds backed by the royalties of his music, mm-hmm. which paid out at a fixed rate of 7.9% a year, and uh, Moody's rated the bonds uh, A3, which is seventh highest rating possible. 
And, really? Yeah. Yep, and Bowie was able, without selling yeah. off his rights to his music, to raise $55 million. He paid it off, lived like a king for 10 years, and by the time that 10 years was up, had a lot more money that he had yeah. managed to pull in. So uh became incredibly wealthy. Yep. It, and it also gave him huge tax benefits because all of that money was basically uh, almost untaxed. Yeah. Because it was taken in from an investment and then it was p- paying off back an investment all the profits he made. Uh, so it paid off. Uh, this guy, uh, Pullman, also did the same thing with James Brown. Oh, really? Uh, yep. And, that I didn't uh, know. The Isley Brothers. Oh, uh, but I love the Isley Brothers. It was and James hailed as a revolutionary revolutionary business move, mm-hmm. and allowed Bowie to eventually get over two hundred million dollars by the time he passed away. And so, yeah, we could make you your own Bowie bonds, in which we leverage your past and future successes. Uh oh. Yes. Our listeners out there can buy bonds. Sure. And uh, yeah. Well, following his lead on anything, sure. Yeah. Why not? So that's it. No, it was a brilliant move. It's Raquel Bonds we're talking about here. Raquel Bonds. Yeah. Sure. Cyan Bonds. Cyan Bonds. If you call them Cyan on the dotted line. That's yeah. right. Oh. Oh. If you call them Cyan Bonds, you may be able to fool a bunch of the old Jews in Westchester into exactly. buying them thinking that they're investing in Israel. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. That's you right. Know, we're not above a little sort of moral uh, fine right. line. Next yeah. year yeah. in the Holy Land. All right. So, okay. You got All right. that one. Interesting. You kind of, right. you're not, you're. He you're... got out of the debt a little earlier, though. He got his catalog back a little earlier. Okay. But right. yeah, the early 70s, it was, he was, he was broke. Yeah. Right. They were. So, pretending he was a bigger rock star than he was. Yeah, sure. So, once again, another thing that's predicated on the success you will already have. Uh, like, not helping like you right now. Sentences. Not helping you right now. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, but this is something that's going to help you right now. Okay, that's what um, I need. I'm going to just say the words, life like silicone sex dolls. <laughs> that actually might really work. Okay. There are no life like silicone sex dolls uh, patterned after famous people. Actually, no, that's not true. There's one. And it looks like Angelina Jolie from Lara Croft They've called it Lara Croft with a K. Oh. Um, so they don't have to pay any rights for uh-huh. it. Is the and, L backwards? Uh, no, it is not. <laughs> it could be, though. Um, and uh, it's selling like hotcakes. Uh-huh. The, the silicone sex doll market where they feel and look like real things is huge. These things sell for $2,500 to $3,500 a pop for ones that don't look like famous people. If yeah. you market one for as a famous person, the amount you can set the market since there's not really one out there. If you call it David Bowie with two O's, right, mm. um, and sell or it with David Doey, David Doey, you oh. could also sell additional heads Awful. that you can, depending on what they want, they have removable and replaceable penises, so you yeah. can choose your size. Uh-huh. Uh, we all know that David was pansexual. Um, and he appeals uh, and uh, appeals to uh, both men and women. Yes. Uh, so you could do with and have your way with him in any way that your little heart desired. Uh, I went to Alibaba, which is a Chinese uh, wholesale website. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen and these And I before. have found custom-made silicone yeah. male sex dolls. It's kind of amazing, right? I'm showing yeah. them a, a picture. 
Uh, they range in price from $800 to $1,500 a piece. If you are selling them for $3,500 to $4,000 a piece, which is, like I said, you set the market. Yes. You are getting a massive markup. This is also $800 to $1,500 a piece with a one-piece minimum order. If you are ordering one piece. in bulk, in one bulk piece. you are going to drop that at least 15 <laughs> to 20%. Yeah. Right. Um, and you are making money off of David. Worst uh, case scenario, and you're making people happy. <clears throat> that's true. You are, you're you're hitting a lot of things with your with your marketing ability to get into all of those people. Uh, as a state would get litigious, they might or they might this. buy them all up. Yeah, exactly. And, and display them as art, which doesn't hurt you in any way, yeah, shape, no. or form. So call them Bo- Bowie Bones. As much as I would like to get your vote on that, <laughs> um, David Boney. Yeah. Oh, Boom. that's good. Uh, we are right up against the clock yeah, here. We are against the clock. Okay. So sadly, uh, are we? Gonna, maybe we should even skip spend that money because it's a little bit long. Uh, okay. It's up to you. All right. Your yeah, call. let's skip it. All right. Uh, what? It's a time issue. But so we have given you tons of ideas to get rich on. You really on. have. You will tell us who you believe uh, is the one that wins after this is over, and we will reveal it next week. Mm. Um, but right now, as we do every week, Noel... Yeah, uh, so, you know, you know how to get in touch with us. You you just tune in, you download us, whatever it is. If uh, But if you want to reach out and give us some ideas to, you know, for our shows, to judge our schemes by, or just say hi, you can reach us at GRQJoshNoel on Twitter. Email us at uh, GRQWithJoshAndNoel at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go to iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. You can tell your friends about us. You can graffiti about us. If you'd like to find out about uh, what our fabulous guest Raquel Sion is up to and when her shows are, you can reach Raquel at or find out about Raquel at. Uh, you can Facebook me, uh-huh. and we're making a Facebook page for the show, so it'll be me and Mr. Jones, my intimate relationship with David Bowie. Oh, we're that Facebook? We're making a group page, okay. yeah. And do you have a Twitter handle that you I like do. to use? I do. It's at Raquel Cyan. All right. Okay. Fantastic. And as we do every week, Noel, yeah. I've got our rules here. Yeah. So uh, we know our ideas are great. How do you know that they're worth putting your hard-earned money behind us? Because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick. And we judge our schemes by them. So, Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, this week, Millionaire Teacher, The Nine Rules of Wealth from CBS News. Um, n- rule number one, grow rich by spending like a millionaire. We know David Bowie did that. That's right. He uh, he, he got the he Bowie. got the Bowie bonds, and even when uh-huh. he was broke, he got 55 mil in the pocket. That's right. So one for one on that one. Uh, number two, conquer the enemy in the mirror. Mm. Uh, I think that is a perfect explanation of what David Bowie did on many occasions. Yeah. Yes. Um, and in doing so, uh, 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 created new selves, mm. as it were. Uh, and finally, um, avoid seduction. Oh, interesting. How would that apply to uh, to what we've tried getting rich on today? I'm not sure. Uh, well, at, at one point, <clears throat> didn't Bowie say that he was asexual didn't he turn off of sex at some point no <laughs> no I'm, I'm, i don't know i'm grasping because let's go along with the sex well doll. whatever i yeah. will say i will say all right I, it'll be the first time in a while we that that doesn't work but that's okay we're still two yes. out of three yeah so there is no doubt that our ideas uh on david bowie are going to get you but Raquel. he did refuse to uh you know be that huge commercial artist that they wanted that's there, true. You there you go there you go we Perfect. got it 
Perfect. So All right. So three for three. We are definitely getting rich. Um, so we'd like to thank Raquel Sion for being here. Check thank out her you. show in Provincetown in September. Um, and for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>